Hello, hello, my premium members. Here I am again with uh, very special content just for you. And I hate to say this, but but the, the, the regular listeners of the Harland Highway don't get to hear this stuff. Uh, they get a little sample, but that's it. You guys get the whole thing. And it's because you're special. It's because you, uh, you, uh, you joined the premium content uh, app. And uh, I'm so happy you're here. So here's what we got for you today, premium members. And by the way, thank you for being premium members. I truly appreciate it. Here's what we got today. Uh, it's a really crazy show. Uh, it's a stand-up comedy show. Uh, this was recorded just a few nights ago. And it's a special show that was recorded at the uh, Hollywood Improv on Melrose Boulevard. And it's a special show called The Set List. And what it is, it's basically they take four or five comics that they've selected. They put us up on stage and we can't do any of our own material. Basically, they have a projector and on the wall behind the comedians, in this case me, they put topics they put topics that I've never seen, that I have no knowledge of, that I might not have any uh, any experience with, and uh, and so uh, we basically have to do a whole stand-up comedy set and create material in the moment. It's fun. It's challenging. It's distressing. It's nerve-wracking. It, it's it's ridiculous. Some of it's really funny and some of it's really crap, but as you'll hear, you just have to keep meandering. And so when I'm doing this set list set, I, I literally at times you could probably sense me turning around and looking at the topic on the wall behind me. And I'll give you some insight as to some of the topics. Uh, we did a they, they put up a bit about uh, you know pranking Jesus at the Last Supper. There was something mentioned about uh, grizzlies, grizzly bears or something. I don't remember all the topics. There was a, a, a segment called Dwight Privilege, which I kind of took the word Dwight and turned it into Dwight Yoakam in the moment. Uh, th there was a little bit about, uh, you know, um, drug addicts and, and recovery programs. And there was a topic about Drake, the singer. And I'll, so, so those are some of the topics that they just threw up there. I've never thought about those as stand-up comedy topics in my life. And so I just had to wing it, man. And that's what's fun about this show. It's very hit and miss, but I think you'll enjoy the energy of it. And I had a blast doing it because I did not know what was coming out of my mouth from one second to the next. So it was a little bit terrifying, but... The crowd got behind me. It's, you know, we had a lot of fun. And so here it is, yours truly, Harland Williams, doing his set list at the Melrose Improv for the Harland Highway Premium Members. I hope you like it. Are you ready for your Hey gang, good to see everyone. Uh, what a treat. How about my dad's over here in the corner? I'll give him a hand. Well, okay, no, he's not. Um, 
but uh, what a year. The year's off to a, a great start, Power Player. Uh, everybody's going nuts. Uh, the kids are singing carols, uh, 2016 carols. Uh, I'm walking around filling my head full of new ideas and concepts, guy. And uh, it's at the mall the other day. I like to observe people and, uh, you know, as a professional stand-up comedian guy, I like to, you know, I just take everything in and process it and, uh, um, <laughs> I was at the food court at the mall. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I see, I saw a guy over at Arby's, I saw a guy at Orange Julius, I saw another guy over at Panda Express, he was picking the zucchini out of, you know, they have the chicken and mushrooms? <laughs> And somehow they put little chunks of zucchini in it. Like, that that ain't uh, Chinese, gang. I don't know if there's any Chinese people in, in the audience tonight. Are you Chinese? No? No, like a lollipop boy is what you are. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, so, so what I'm getting at is food, you know, the, the world of food, Panda Express. And uh, I always thought, man, wouldn't it be funny if uh, the disciples had at it with uh, J.C. Uh, you know, old J.C., uh, you know, that, that they, uh, they showed up at, the, uh, at the, uh, the Last Supper, and J.C. said, all right, what are we having? And uh, they were like, well, hey, dude, we, uh, we brought you, you know, there's 14 of us, you know, there's the 13 disciples, and uh, you... <laughs> And uh, we got uh, a f one fish and one glass of wine. Uh, feed us, asshole. <laughs> you know, like really make them do it. Like, because you know that when he was out in the field, you know, in the field and he performed his miracles, that was rigged. He was like, uh, JC was the original David Copperfield. He was the original, uh, you know, David Henning or whatever that fucking bucktooth guy with the hippie hair was. What was it, sir? Okay, you don't have to heckle me with names. Uh, but, uh, you know, the loads were all set up. You know, the miracles, the fish, the, the gimpy guy with the, uh, the, the nub with the, with the bacteria and the saliva grease and the fucking, uh, you know, Ebola nub that he had. Uh, that was all rigged up. Jesus rigged it up. So uh, it would have been great at the Last Supper to do uh, food pranks, you know. Uh, and just fuck with JC, you know. Um, it's like uh, Matthew says to uh, Jonas, you know, uh, hey, dude, uh, let's see if uh, JC knows the uh, Heimlich maneuver, right? And, like, uh, you know, J Jonas uh, purposely uh, chokes on a, uh, like, a, you know, a fucking uh, spring roll. <laughs> like a holy, like a holy spring roll, not just like a Panda Express spring roll. And uh, J.C. comes over, and, you know, J.C.'s love. You know, Jesus is love. Are you a believer, ma'am? Do you practice religion? Are you Catholic? Christian? Christian. So you know about, you know, you know the word. And, uh, and uh, it'd be great if, uh, you know, J.C. runs up. And you know the Heimlich Maneuver, right? Have you ever choked on something, ma'am? You look like you probably have. <laughs> 
And you know that you, you grab your fist and you put it right up here and you get behind the person and you fucking up, right? You just yank them right up. Heimlich maneuver. And it would be hilarious if, you know, you're pretending you're choking on the, uh, on the fucking uh, spring roll, right? You're like... <laughs> Right, choking. <laughs> and uh, you run up, and as Jesus is giving you the Heimlich maneuver from behind, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, tap that ass, Jesus. Oh, fuck me, Jesus, yeah. Tap. What? Wait, okay, well, if you don't want to laugh, maybe I'll move on. Um, um, Sometimes, uh, and I see there's a lot of ladies in the room, um, sometimes women don't want to shave it. They don't want to shave it, they want to go Chewbacca, it's like a trend, right? And, uh, you know, there's every guy in this room likes to muff dive, I mean, look, that's, your hair looks like you were doing it half an hour ago. It looked like you were muff diving and like a pussy fart blew it all back. It's like cunt juice, like stuck it up in the air. You got like cunt juice gel. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, they call that the grizzly, right? When the women don't uh, shit. Because you know, big gay men, you know, like, you know, guy, big gay men, the hairy ones. They call them bears, right? They call them bears. And, uh, when a woman lets the room 222 afro get going and a guy goes down there, that's called a grizzly foreplay. You go right into the bear hole. You go like, you go clan of the cave bear, right? And uh, it's fun because there's such a puff there, right? It's, such a, it's like a puff. Like when, when they get down to the G-string, it's like shit comes up like it's a, the Bernstein bears, you know? And, uh, and it, it's so puffy, you can make shapes with it. And uh, what's really fun is, uh, this is fun, if you, if you get a piece of string, okay, and you put it around the base of the, uh, the giant grizzly bush, but you put, you, you put a, a, like a hoop, and then what you do is you pull it, and you slowly tighten the base of, with that string, and what happens is, the, uh, the bush, like, compacts together, and you get, like, a pussy mushroom cloud. <laughs> okay, you guys aren't into foreplay, I don't know, does anyone here enjoy sex? Like, what the fuck? Well, does any man, do you have a hairy, uh, hairy trapdoor? What do you got? Who's got a hairy tarantula hole? Who, who's, anybody got a puffed up fucking, uh, Jerry Curl, uh, twat machine? Who's anybody? Nobody's got a puffed up Jerry Curl, uh, fucking twat machine. Alright, well, if you're not gonna let me be funny, then that's on you. Uh, Okay, well, here we go. Uh, there's a lot of shit going on right now, right? You've heard about the Oscars. They're, they're, sh they're shutting out black people at the Oscars. Are you, are you black, man? 
Um, and they call that white privilege. Uh, but nowadays, uh, it's like so many people are into country stars. Do you like country, dude? Um, they're calling it, uh, it, it's like, you ever hear of Dwight Yoakam, the country singer? He wears the cowboy hat. Um, they call it Dwight Privilege. And uh, do you like country music, ma'am? Old school. So if you're like out driving and somewhere and you see like a really old school, you'll pull in and hope someone's playing fucking country music. Okay, well, kind of a roundabout way to get, you know, there's radios and CDs and shit, right? Uh, but uh, country songs are always sad. They're always sad. Do you, do you ever cry to a country song, buddy, when you're laying in your Ikea bunk bed covered with... <laughs> Your body covered with pomegranate rinds and cinnamon in your ass crack. You ever have that? Fucking, you got a cinna crack going, huh? And uh, people are into emotions nowadays, and they call that white privilege. It's, it's like people, instead of like not talking the way people used to do, you know, when you, have you ever been in a fight with your beautiful lady, dude? Oh, yeah. Right? And, and the solution used to be, it's like, I don't want to get into it, I'm not going to talk, right? Right. So now there's this thing, Dwight Privilege, it's like the Dwight Yoakam factor where you communicate your feelings in a country song. So let's say you were in a fight with your beautiful lady. You were like, hey baby, I want you to grow, you know, a grizzly patch. <laughs> and she says, fuck you, go stick your cock in a lasagna at Olive Garden, right? <laughs> So you, instead of just shutting her up, you do a country song, you're like, Baby, I want you to grow big hairy bush, and when I eat your hairy old snatch, I want you to do your Winnie the Pooh voice, and as your orgasm in, I want you to go, oh, stuff and fluff. <laughs> That's what, so if you could laugh with the others, that might help me. Thank, thank you, sir. Grab a little drink here, pretending I'm drinking, but secretly. Oh, what's that? Oh. No one wants to get in here fucking crack addicts or heroin addicts, right? Like they're dirty fucking people. You used to be an addict, didn't you, guy? Look at you, you got fucking Santa Monica Beach fucking sea urchin stains on your feet. But uh, you can't get near them. You can't get near them. Look, I have compassion for drug addicts. Look, it's a painful existence. Huddled in an alley behind the Denny's, chewing on a, you know, water buffalo femur. Uh, you know, sleeping in a glad bag uh, behind Panda Express with a fucking used tampon in your nose so that people have sympathy for you. But, uh, you know, as a caring community, a loving, compassionate, caring community, we need to get close to these people, but we can't. We don't want fleas. No one wants uh, rigor mortis or typhoid. I don't need Ebola because I'm trying to help out uh, Toothless Sally, the fucking crab cracker over there in the corner. So what we do now is an act of compassion. We want to help. We throw syringes. We, uh, we just throw them, I don't, most of us have played lawn darts when we were kids, right? So 
so the medical profession now uh, affixes uh, syringes filled with opiates to the end of lawn darts, and you can hit a crack addict even as they're running away. Like, you can just fucking whack them in the back of the neck, and it's like those nature shows where they're like, there goes the cougar. <laughs> And you just throw your uh, your opiate-laced uh, syringe long dart, hit them in the back. Uh, the fourth of vertebrae is always the sweet spot because that not only paralyzes them, but at the same time it triggers the diarrhea uh, and it just it cleans them out. Have you ever got diarrhea in a bowl of uh, soup, guy? You will. Um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, come on, gang. Uh, don't uh, don't fear uh, you know people that are in a worse situation than you. It's tough. It's tough to be downtrodden and it's tough to be uh, down on your luck. And life is so bleak and uh, so empty and vacant that you have to turn to a uh, a false reality just to uh, propel you through your day. You've got to inject yourself full of the monkey grease just to. <laughs> Just to get from you know one block to the next, uh, you don't know where your next shopping cart's coming from. You don't know where the next uh, brown cob of corn's gonna be. Uh, you gotta pump yourself up full of uh, Uncle Jimmy's uh, Uncle Wiggly sauce, okay? <laughs> with the others, I would really help me feel like you give a flying fuck. Uh, can I just change it? Here comes my big loser. How about that? So Drake says... Um, first of all, let's just get his name right, okay? I'm... I'm Canadian, okay, and I'm, here's his real name, just so you know, douche, it's not Drake, it's douche. Uh, here's a guy that looks like he should be, like, in a gay cheerleader squad. Somehow he's adopted the persona of a tough guy rapper, okay, now just for the record, I'm from the same city as Drake. He grew up in Forest Hill, which is one of the most affluent neighborhoods in Toronto, Canada. Very, very rich. One of my best friends lived down there. So Drake is just one big pile of steaming, fly-covered bullshit sitting in a field that I hope Nelly from Little House on the Prairie falls in with a fucking friendly face. And someone has to pull it up by your blonde ponytails and say, hey, his name's Douche, and then shove it right back in. And then a groundhog comes up and tunnels up her fucking little house on the prairie asshole. And now I'm just angry. I'm just angry. But, uh, you know, d Douche and... Uh, it, People say, hey, Kessem, hey, there's Drake, Kessem. And I say, you know what, no, fuck him, okay? Uh, douche him, fuck him. Uh, you know, we don't need a guy who, what's that song? He just got me on my cell phone. I'm on my fucking douche phone. It's just, this, this guy, he's a fraud. He's a, fuck him, douche, fuck him. Do, do you ever, have you ever douched, dude? Really? You wake up in the morning and your pussy smells like the Olive Garden at the Armenian wedding. Okay, well, if you don't want to deal with reality, uh, 
But uh, gang, uh, yeah, don't don't fall for the propaganda. Uh, he it, it, he's a douche. Uh, Hessem or fuck him. Now that it's been decoded, uh, don't don't uh, buy his music. You're being conned. He has no experience in the tough, mean streets of the ghetto. He's, he's, he's not a he's not an inner city guy. He grew up in a giant house with lots of money. And uh, I know I'm not ending on anything funny here, but what's more important is that you now have been schooled and uh, understand that douche is a fucking douche, all right? Folks, you've been great. I'll see you in Arby's in about half an hour. Thank you. Harlan Williams! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where he's selling Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uncle Jimmy's wiggle sauce. <laughs> 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 <laughs>